0: Hello, and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers one wide shot at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell.
1: (laughs) I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
0: And today we're talking about Minute 151, which starts with Sam saying to Faramir, please, it's such a burden. And he also said, won't you help him? Mm. And ends with uh, Aragorn on horseback surrounded by mountains.
1: And how.
0: Yep. Uh, These wide shots of Aragorn galloping across Rohan were shot by Jeff Murphy, one of the... Additional directors outside the first unit. And that's about all the all the notes from the commentary that aren't just things they've repeated several times. Legit. I like... There is... a. I I like that there's a lot of hesitation on Faramir's face at the beginning of this minute.
1: Yeah, I don't understand... I don't know if I understand the pairing of his face with that weird, like, buzzing music.
0: Yeah. Like, is that just... I, I I guess that's is just supposed, supposed to heighten to the tension.
1: Like, is he supposed to be ensnared by the ring and then he realizes later? Or, like, because obviously he takes it to Gondor. He doesn't take it for himself. So.
0: I think it is. I, I, I think that makes sense. I think that that, like, droning noise
1: yeah.
0: is supposed to be a signal that he's been, like, at least partially taken by the ring. Like, he's, he's enamored with it. And he's just kind of, like, lost. Mm -hmm. And then seeing Frodo's reaction, listening to the way that Sam kind of, like, begs for help. Faramir's, like, a little torn. And then he kind of pushes away that, like, drive to not do what the ring says. And he's just like, the ring will go to Gondor. Like, I, I think that that's what that is supposed to be. Like, that look of hesitation is him kind of, like, having an internal monologue that we don't get to hear. Yeah. About the nature of the ring or whatever.
1: Do you think that if his, um, I don't know, bud, like, hadn't shown up and been, like, as is under attack, do you think he would have not been tempted? Because part of that, I feel like part of his motivation is, well, he has to leave anyway, so...
0: I think that could go either way. I think if that guy hadn't interrupted, he might have just stabbed Frodo in the chest.
1: Oh, shit. Really?
0: Like... He was he was pretty taken by the ring. He's mm. pretty pretty into it. Like he Frodo's reaction is what kind of brings him out of it, but when he's got the ring on the edge of the sword, it's just like how close is he to just pushing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, cuz it's right there. As close as Boromir ever got to it. Boromir held it, but Right. Like he's not really any any further from just taking it for himself. He's actually closer than Boromir really, cuz it's just Sam and Frodo to try and stop him.
1: Right. There's no uh strapping Aragorn
0: No, Aragorn with his hand on his sword to be like, put the ring down, Boromir. Put it down. (laughs)
1: He's got, like, one of those spray bottles. (laughs) No, bad Boromir.
0: (laughs) I've I've seen a meme edit of, like, that scene where Boromir picks up the ring that's just, like, four minutes long. Why? Of just, it keeps going back and forth between, like, the faces of Boromir and Aragorn. And every so often it's just, it just does the, like, give the ring to Frodo. And then just, like, Boromir just staring at the ring. And then it goes back and forth. (laughs) What the heck? Give the ring to Frodo. then it goes back and forth again.
1: (laughs) Like a hostage negotiation? Yeah, and,
0: like, it goes on, like, just long enough that it doesn't become unfunny. Like, it builds the tension, like, just long enough.
1: That's stressful.
0: And then, like, it releases it and it's just, like, really funny.
1: That's stressing me out just thinking about
0: it. I don't know. I think stuff like that's really funny when it's just, like, when's it gonna... Okay. Resolve. Yeah. Because that's what jokes are, right? It's tension and a punchline.
1: Right. You learned that from that comedy special we watched together.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh Hannah Gatsby? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh... But yeah, this this is just the end of the scene from last week at the start of this minute. Sam is just, like, heartbroken, kind of, right now. Yeah,
1: he's putting all of his chips on the table right now, like... I mean, He's telling
0: Faramir exactly what their plan is. And
1: they have been like, I don't know if they've been sworn to secrecy, but it's, I mean, Frodo is straight up said, like, you know, this is a mission of the utmost secrecy, like, we gotta go. Right.
0: Those who claim to, it's like those who claim to oppose the enemy or or whatever he says. We do
1: well not to hinder us. Yeah.
0: Some of those lines are just hard to get straight in my brain. Because <laughs> it's like, that's not how people talk, Elijah would.
1: Well, no, he has like an elven... What is it like?
0: He has an elven air about him. Yeah, he speaks in a very like proper way, and Sam doesn't.
1: You like, I know that this is silly, but my brain is sometimes silly. So the past couple of times you said elven air, I was just like, man, what do elves smell like again? Pumpkin spice? Oh yeah. So like Frodo's just walking around, vaguely smelling of like <laughs> pumpkin spice cookies, and everyone's just like, what's that smell?
0: <laughs> Why do I trust the small man?
1: Is that you? Where are your cookies? Where are you hiding them? Where are they? Where are they?
0: (laughs) Just turns into Batman.
1: Oh my god. Where are the cookies? That's me on Christmas. (laughs) Where are they? Where are the baked goods?
0: And then we get to Aragorn seeing the army.
1: Okay, so first of all, this shot of Aragorn on his horse, the very first one we see, like, um, a little over halfway through the minute. it It's a pretty clean break, but he looks like he's flopping around on his horse, and I've always kind of assumed that he, I don't know, for some reason, it just looks like he's not in control of this animal, and that he's just kind of, like, still... I know that he's supposed to still be recovering from his fall or whatever. Yeah.
0: In the... Um, but
1: this, like, the first shot of him with the grass and he's, like, in silhouette with, like, the mountains behind him, he looks like he is unconscious. Yeah. But then the next shot, immediately after, when we see his face, he's awake. and So I'm just like, what?
0: So I listened to the commentary for doing the show and they don't always talk about things exactly where they happen. So later on in the commentary, Peter Jackson talks about they they filmed other stuff for this this scene. Okay. And in one of the other commentaries they mentioned that originally there was a lot more here for the they filmed a lot more of this.
1: The riding the, montage? Yeah,
0: the riding montage.
1: And originally they had a
0: scene where Aragorn was still unconscious, being carried by Brago, like past an orc encampment. Weird. And the horse being like, oh no, and like going the other direction. <laughs> I guess that's what I would assume. The horse danger being like, oh, it works, no. Danger. So maybe some of that on either end of what they filmed stayed in.
1: Oh, possibly. Because yeah, doesn't he look kind of like ragdoll?
0: Yeah, and then after that when it's like dusk, he looks a little ragdoll-y again.
1: Yeah.
0: it's like slumped over. So this ride appears to take place over the course of two days.
1: Which throws off the timeline.
0: I don't know if it really does.
1: The fifth day.
0: Yeah, which just means that they, he gets there before the fifth day, but it's all still within that span. So,
1: like, he, it takes them three days to get to Helm's Deep, right? Yep. And then two days
0: for Aragorn to get here.
1: They get to Helm's Deep, and then Aragorn shows up the afternoon of the fourth Fourth day. day. Yeah, so so he goes through. Okay, okay. Because
0: then he gets knocked off the cliff, like, in the morning or the early afternoon from the warg attack. Yeah. Everyone else gets to Helm's Deep. He rides unconscious overnight to get to Helm's Deep.
1: My God. The constitution of this dude.
0: So I think that... He's
1: got like a 25 con.
0: Them showing us that dusk transition is them catching the Helm's Deep timeline up to Faramir, Frodo, and Sam.
1: I think. I'm still not convinced that Faramir, Frodo, and Sam are in the same timeline.
0: I think they are. I think that I don't think there's a reason to think that they're no not. There's no way
1: that word travels that fast. They don't have telephones. So if we're There's no way so, that so, Faramir's spies can be like, "Oh, they're retreating to Helm's Deep."
0: Well, that was 4 days ago. I'm saying that the evening of the battle of Helm's Deep is the evening we've just seen Frodo, Sam and Faramir. I'm saying that this is them catching up to Frodo, Sam and Faramir. Oh,
1: so the evening of the battle we're about to witness is the evening of Frodo, Frodo Sam, Faramir just left. I think so. So when when does this Giliath happen then? A couple of days after, yeah,
0: after that, when they get to Oz, with the ring happens after Helm's Deep, or.
1: But the montage at the end of the movie implies makes, that everything all the is same. happening all at the same time. So
0: maybe the so maybe then the Frodo, Sam, Faramir night is the dusk transition here,
1: that and then make they take it's sense. like
0: two days travel to Oz, Because this movie plays so fast and loose with the timeline, or like how long it takes to travel places. Like there it's believable that they're only a day or two from Osgiliath. At least in the way that the movie lays out the world and not the way it looks on a map. Like it's at least believable that the Forbidden Pool is like on the border of Gondor. So they must show they're close to Osgiliath. Right? Like that doesn't seem totally out of the question. Yeah. But Helm's Deep is far enough away that- But
1: that means that, okay, unless they were, like, a day's journey away from where the Oliphants were passing, they were passing, like, on Gondor's, like, doorstep.
0: Well, yeah, the road goes right by. It's on the opposite side of the river.
1: I mean, if you're trying to muster a secret army, that's a really crappy way to go about it.
0: They have no choice but to take the road to the Black Gate, though. Just,
1: like, parade by. Hey, neighbor, we're gonna wage war. Look at my cool battle elephants. but, But, like- have a good day.
0: <laughs> they just literally don't have a choice. Why? Because they can't march over land through Mordor with the elephants and all their people. They have to go to the northern stretch of Mordor where it's safer for people to be. Alright. So they have to follow the road to the Black Gate.
1: But you would figure that if you are passing right by Gondor, there would be spies, as there were.
0: Right. But Gondor hasn't been doing anything because Denethor is corrupted by the Palantir. And he feels like... The fall of Gondor is inevitable because he's been made weak and crazy.
1: I'm just saying, for, like, an evil floaty eye thing with, like, millions of years of experience, like... Man, his plan's
0: working. He corrupted the leader of Gondor, so he's just not doing anything about it. Yeah, but you
1: it. don't account for, like, all of the wild cards. Like, oh, man, he hates that one son. He probably will rebel at some point.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't, really.
1: Gosh darn it.
0: Yeah, but Faramir doesn't rebel. Look
1: at my sick elephants. That's elegance. the
0: thing. Faramir's just, like doing his job but he can't stop the all of the armies marching north
1: they did a pretty good job of mowing down those poor soldiers that's true a handful of dudes and arrows right but like they
0: can't reasonably stop everyone like who's still walking by while they're sitting in this cave at the forbidden pool with frodo and sam that's true like they can't be watching it know, with that group at all up the with time. That
1: pool. it must be sacred or something. It's got to be. Like nobody puts that much effort into protecting a tiny body of water. It's
0: all just a joke on Faramir from Denethor. That's it.
1: Oh, it's like a what's the like Sisyphus? Like it's a yeah. It's just a like a pointless task.
0: Yeah, probably. That's the way I feel about it. I don't know if that's really true, but.
1: So if it was a joke for Denethor, why does Faramir take it so seriously?
0: Because he doesn't know.
1: Oh, so everyone's in on it by him. I have the- my son guarding this stupid body of water. I just pointed at a map arbitrarily. Ha ha ha! Like that? Yeah. That sucks.
0: That's how I like to imagine Denethor feeling about the Forbidden but Pool. But Faramir's not
1: stupid. He would be like, "Oh, why is it important? Like, why?" But do Denethor's response supposed have- to be
0: like, "Why should I tell you? It why do matter? I
1: have to waste my men and my resources on this stupid body of water that isn't <laughs> Osgiliath?"
0: And Denethor will just be like, "Do as you are told. I am your 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 father and your ruler." <laughs> It is not for you to question. It is only for you to follow orders. <laughs> oh, my God. Why aren't you more like your brother?
1: That's so... St- Boromir <laughs> wouldn't question me.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to have so much fun with Denethor. <laughs> it's like a million years from now, but... Uh...
0: Yeah. So, this this minute ends just as one of the prettiest, like, helicopter shots yeah, in the movie is about gorgeous. to
1: start. Pretty man surrounded by pretty mountains. Yeah.
0: The helicopter shot that opens tomorrow's minute is gorgeous with, like, all capital letters. Mm. It's so good. My compliments to the chef, like...
1: (laughs) PJ, you clever bastard. (laughs) This is ambrosia for the eyes.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. Just beautiful. And this is all, like, stitched together footage from all over uh, what's called the Green Belt in New Zealand and then the wide shot where the mountains are is outside Wellington because it's where they filmed Helm's Deep. It's like right there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um so regarding the army.
0: Yeah. They don't see Aragorn or they don't react to Aragorn?
1: This is the third time? Second time. Third time?
0: Third time, because we see it in in Isengard. No, then Mary I'm, and Pippin s- see it. I'm
1: specifically talking about Aragorn being in a high like a high ground. On the high ground, and not being spotted. Yeah. I think this is the third time, because it happens with the orcs, it happens with the riders, and it happens here again.
0: Right. So, the way that this ground is laid out, they can definitely see him. Right. There are ways for, like, high ground to be like more it's sheer right
1: again, like with like
0: more sheer cliff faces <laughs> that you can see someone below you and they can't see you.
1: Right. But this isn't a cliff face. But this face. isn't like that. This, this is, is a just hill. like rolling hills. Yeah. And he's on a horse and he's the only one for like miles.
0: Yeah, he's way up high. But I mean
1: And it looks like the army is coming towards him.
0: They totally are. So but, it's not like
1: he's But they like can't catch him. Men. He's a
0: single man on right. a horse. No, but
1: you you don't see like I don't know, like they would have scouts. Yeah. At least that would make sense. They
0: don't even, they don't bring any wargs to Helm's Deep. Did they
1: waste all the scouts looking for the hobbits in fellowship? Like, did they all die? (laughs) Because,
0: like, they don't bring any wargs to Helm's Deep.
1: Well, no, they all died.
0: We're scattered. So, like, they don't, they don't, they can't send anyone out to get Aragorn. Yeah. If there's no scouts on horseback, they can't catch him or warg back. They just can't catch him. There's literally nothing they can do about this guy on a horse.
1: But then that also ruins the, the plan what plan the plan is to just show up and be like look at my massive army well Sarmon doesn't
0: Sarmon just doesn't think there's any way they could defend themselves from an army this size anyway
1: regardless of whether they have
0: advanced warning like Sarmon really? just yeah that's he built a bomb
1: that's true he invented like gunpowder for this
0: explicitly for the purpose of destroying Deep. he built a bomb <laughs> like I've I've researched how to make this explosive device, purely to destroy this one castle. As you do. So, I, like, the army, even if the army sees him, like, they don't react. There's no great cry of, like, oh, hey, it's a dude.
1: I know, like, at least something. Just, like, brandishing a spear yeah, or like, something. Yeah, like,
0: there should be, like, a reaction.
1: I understand why, because it's expensive to animate, and clearly it's CG, but at the same time.
0: Right, just this river of people. But, yeah, there's just... Aragorn's just really
1: good at hiding, I guess. Yeah
0: lucky he's really lucky about not being spotted
1: the most implausible one is definitely when they meet
0: aomer yeah
1: Yeah. what news from the mark right he's just like whoa he like dives off screen and then the horses come barreling. it's like they were five feet away dude
0: yeah like at most they were like maybe 30 feet away when he dove behind that rock
1: and it's i mean like aomer
0: was just gonna ignore it
1: like oh some random crazy man okay that's fine I got stuff to do. I got
0: orcs to kill. I don't care about people.
1: I'm brooding.
0: Leave me with my pain.
1: <laughs> oh, man. He's yeah. like freaking Houdini or something.
0: Right? He's just just this weird knack for not being seen. You or being man. ignored. I can, I, can be, I can be unseen if I wish.
1: Yeah, that's true. He wishes to that's not be seen. It's just some even. ranger magic, right?
0: Yeah, I guess. He's just like, whoa, whoa spooky. Just- <laughs> Behind this rock
1: <laughs> Why is it spooky?
0: Like he's spooked He's just like Oh, oh. He just hides behind the rock
1: He's like Oh <laughs> Alert it's like, a,
0: it's like a spooky reflex
1: Like a cat?
0: Yeah Like a cat
1: He's just like Oh I have to hide
0: <laughs> It's like his His, his strider senses
1: <laughs> Oh my god
0: So We're from the website JulieGener.com <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining us today. the
1: strider senses are tingling.
0: And if you'd like to support us, you can go to duelinggenre.com slash support to check us out on Patreon. Uh, all the tiers give you something else, and for $5 a month, you get pretty much everything? Yes. So check that out. There's weekend editions, special content. Uh, the Scott Pilgrim versus The Minute podcast is on the Patreon, so go check that out. As always, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about this gorgeous helicopter wide shot.
1: And other things, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Bye. Bye!